0: Election College, Episode 304, Bess Truman.
1: Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts jason goff and ben smith
0: hey ben we've been talking about harry truman for 18 years (laughs) and everything having to do with harry truman except bess bess
1: elizabeth how do you get bess out of, of elizabeth
0: yeah. Makes I,
1: makes more sense than Peggy. A lot of people call Elizabeth Peggy. Oh, no, that's Margaret. I've heard Elizabeth uh, that's too. Margaret. I think. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Either way. Bess Truman.
0: So, Bess. And yeah, she was born in February of 1885 and like you just said, she her name <laughs> when she was born was Elizabeth Virginia Wallace and she grew up in Independence, Missouri and As a child, she was known as Bessie. She was the oldest of four kids, uh, the only girl. So she had three younger brothers, and she had a reputation
1: as being a tomboy, and she liked to wear hats. Yeah, one of her friends at one point said, Bess always had more stylish hats than the rest of us did, or she wore them with more style. And it's pretty much true. If you see a picture of Bess Truman, other than like her official first lady picture, it's probably going to be a picture of her with a hat on it. On. Yeah, Ben, neither one of us are really hat people, are we? You know, I go through phases. I'll wear a hat for like a year, maybe not quite a year. I'll wear a hat for like a summer, and then I go years without wearing one. Um, I don't know. I, I just see hats to me. They just make my head hot and like my hair feel weird. And I don't know. I like them, but I don't need them.
0: Yeah, at one point I had, like, 80 hats, and my wife told me, you need to get rid of your hats, and that was very difficult. So I ended up making <laughs> a uh, an album
1: in Facebook with all my hats. Nice. I, I'm like i like that with get... T-shirts. I have far, oh. far, far too many T-shirts, and I don't even wear T-shirts. I usually wear, like, a polo shirt or something. But one of these uh, days I'm going to take all my T-shirts and turn it into, like, a quilt or something. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. Although it'd probably be enough T-shirts to supply like 12 quilts. So we'll see. (laughs) I bought an awesome T-shirt the other
0: day because it was our last week in Texas. Uh And there's a gas station in Texas called Bucky's Uh and it's huge, like ginormous. Yeah. And they had, and the logo is absolutely hilarious because it's this beaver and you just have to look it up, Bucky's.
1: All right, I'll take a look.
0: And and I bought this T-shirt that has Bucky driving an RV, and it says, Happy Camper.
1: I'm a happy camper. <laughs> That's right. Well, Harry Truman meets Bess soon after he moves to Independence, where her family lived. And they actually went to school together all the way up through different grades and until they graduated. And after she graduates from independence high school she goes to miss barstow's finishing school for girls in kansas city missouri and during this time you know she had um there's some issues and some uh, different things that happen in her life her father takes his own life during that time which you can imagine uh really impacting your childhood and um or your adulthood or any part of your life when when someone close to you passes for whatever reason and um, you know, this is going to kind of shape her. I, I don't know that this has ever been cited or anything, but when you look at Bess's personality, you almost have to think that traumatic events like this would would shape their personality as they go on, and that seems to be the case for Bess.
0: Yeah, and you know, she knows, she knows the haberdasher, but they were in kind of different social standing, like, and I can imagine after her father's death, that had. Quite the impact on who she might have associated with. And uh, one day in 1910, when Bess is living across the street from Harry's relatives, Harry's aunt, Ella Noland, says, Hey, Harry, go return this cake plate that Bess's mom had sent over. And uh, Harry goes, "Okay, yes, ma'am. And Bess answers the door, and boom, just like that, they begin dating, not really dating; they just kind of had this interest in each other,
1: and the kids these days call that talking, yeah, yeah, there's like they're, a stage, they're talking there's a stage before dating now, it's called talking, and i I just always thought that was going on a date. I don't know, I had no idea, yeah, you you gotta be cool and hip now in order to be oh. relevant, sorry. Did you ever have that, like,
0: I mean, you're younger than me. Did you, like, when you were in fifth grade, ask a girl out? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. W- will, you, will you go out with me? Yeah, that was pretty common.
1: <laughs> okay. But I, I'm just, but I, I just... imagine the the landscape now with, like, cell phones and, te- and technology in general has, like, totally changed how dating works at younger ages. Yeah. Man, will you we're... go out with me? If I'm sorry,
0: but if my fifth grader were to ask another fifth grader out be like no <laughs> you can't do that no where are you going <laughs> <laughs> to we're the cafeteria so that's where we're going we're so old now yeah anyway so, yeah. <laughs> harry and bess bess and harry they've got some difficulties because of the whole social standing deal you know harry's not an uppity up 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 guy and he doesn't have really enough money to win the affections of all the parties involved in uh, such a relationship, so he decides, "I'm going to go into the army and he goes to France, serves in World War One, and when he comes home, he's gonna be doing okay financially, and he asks Bess, hey, you and me, let's
1: get together, please." And she says, okay. Yeah. So they get married in 1919 at Trinity Episcopal Episcopal Church in Independence. And uh, shortly after, a few years later, they have a daughter named Margaret, which they can call her Peggy.
0: (laughs) I'm always thinking of those commercials. What insurance company was that? And it was a guy who answer the
1: phone and he say, this is Peggy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that vaguely.
0: I wonder if his name was Margaret? Maybe, who knows?
1: <laughs> so, when uh, Harry Truman gets elected to Congress as a senator uh, in 1934, so about 15 years after they get they get married, they move down to Washington D.C. and Mrs. Truman, doing the you know the thing you do when you're married to a senator, gets together with a bunch of other women. Uh, they sh- they uh, she joins a club called the Congressional Club. She joins the PEO Sisterhood. She joins the 8th Street United Service Organization and, of course, does some work with the Senate Wives Club Division of the Red Cross. So she is going to keep herself uh, busy even before she goes on to join up with uh, Truman's staff and be a clerk and do mail runs and stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds like she's really not loving Washington,
0: D.C. life, and then here... Her husband gets selected to be the running mate for FDR, an ailing FDR at that. And there she is. One morning, she finds out, well, FDR is dead. Her husband's the president. And she's like, this is not cool. (laughs) I have absolutely no privacy. Just leave me alone. But
1: she, she grins and bears it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she sticks to what she's supposed to do. Any any of the social obligations or anything, she's going to be there. But she's not going to really want to do anything else. Um, She prefers to keep to herself. And uh, even a lot of times, she wasn't even in town. She wasn't even in D.C. during um, uh, non—what's the word you want to say? Like, if it wasn't a season where you would entertain people, she wasn't going to be in D.C. And— Really, you know, this is quite a change because Eleanor, before her, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt was very active in the public. She loved having press conferences. And Bess is like, look, I'm not the one who got elected and I have nothing to say to the public. So go ahead and find <laughs> your news elsewhere. I wonder if that helped because, you know,
0: the Trumans move into the Blair House. Yeah, because the White House becomes, you know, a pit, un- uninhabitable. <laughs> yeah. The those pictures of the White House during the renovation are crazy. I had no idea that they gutted the whole
1: thing. Oh yeah, it is insane. And you have to imagine that's when they put in a lot of the, you know, the bunker and the the tunnels and all that kind of stuff that we know are there because when else what's a better time to do it than then? Right? So, it makes sense that she's
0: going to not mind too much that she's not living in the White House. And somebody asks her, hey, how would you feel if Margaret were to become president? Do you want that to happen? And Bess is like, most definitely not. I just want to go back to independence. I want Margaret to come back to independence. I want Harry to come back to independence. Let's all go to Missouri and just live a peaceful life after this whole president thing is done yeah and that's what happens in 1953
1: yeah they go back and and harry um works on his presidential library Uh, he does a lot of writing and stuff like that but they're kind of broke and so he's writing his memoirs and i know we talked about that um during the episodes about him but Whenever President Johnson comes in later in 1965, so you know a while after he's out of office, uh, the Trumans were not doing terribly well financially, and they were one of the first people to be given the benefits of Medicare. Harry passes
0: away in 1972. He's 88 years old. She's 87. They are the oldest couple having... Uh, occupied the white house so former president now the bushes have since overtaken them Uh, George H.W. Bush and Barbara but Bess goes on to live another decade she's 97 years old when she passes away in 1982 they have a private funeral service for her and she is buried in Independence, Missouri, at the Harry S. Truman Library.
1: Have you ever been to the Truman Library, Jason?
0: Drove past
1: it. I thought you did.
0: It. We visited the Eisenhower Presidential Library, uh-huh. and they're they're not that far from each other, but it was so hot, and that was in our old RV, and it was just miserable. Yeah. And we and we had a three year old. And that was not, yeah, Yeah, (laughs) we figured we'll do that some other time. Right. Uh, I think that was probably the wise choice. But I have a lot of friends in Kansas and a lot of friends in Missouri, and we will probably be back. Cool. Have we ever done an episode about Missouri and Kansas? We've done Bleeding Kansas, but have we talked about that rivalry?
1: I don't think so. I mean, yeah, we talked about Kansas a good bit across a lot of different episodes and their introduction to the union. But I don't think we've done an episode specifically about the two, the dichotomy between the two.
0: Maybe we should talk about John Brown sometime, but he wasn't really elected to anything.
1: Nah, maybe our listeners would make an exception.
0: I don't know. How do you feel about that, listener? Would you like to hear about John Brown? Be kind of an interesting topic.
1: Well, that's um, that's. The short history, but the history of Bess Truman, and uh, she remains the longest-lived First and Second Lady in United States history. And she would
0: probably be very excited that a couple of cousins are talking about her in
1: 2019. Probably not. I don't think she would have been. I think think she would have wanted us to keep her out of it. (laughs) And speaking of keeping
0: us out of it, um, I don't know how to segue, but... You know, you can join our group. <laughs> have you ever ridden a Segway? No, I was actually thinking about that the other day. What was that? What would that
1: feel like? I know, like they're still out there, but I feel like my my time has come and gone. Like the height of Segway usage is gone. Unless you become a mall uh, cop. True. They have these like scooter rentals now in places like Anaheim and um, uh, out out in california a lot of places where you can like rent a scooter for a dollar and then pay per minute or something and they're mm-hmm. everywhere it's insane a lot of the residents hate them because they're just like everywhere yeah i don't know where that came from sorry
0: yeah i i think you can go on one of those segway tours yeah yeah um i don't know i still think i would fall off of the thing but the people look happy when they're riding in them yeah, yeah. on them and them about them
1: (laughs) well again speaking about segues uh, make sure to leave us a review over on iTunes you can go to electioncollege.com slash review or just head over to iTunes look us up you'll find us Um, we're ranked up there pretty high as far as if you look up election college Um, so we would really appreciate that and appreciate you listening every week or every time we put out an episode and over 300 episodes in we're still uh, still learning stuff too which is kind of crazy
0: we're chugging along That's right. Well, we'll see you next week.